Hey, this is Jet. Welcome to this edition of After Five, a music, art, and entertainment podcast picking up where my radio show left off. And welcome back. We have our next guest with us. We have Scott Taysom of the band Cloak. Welcome to the show, Scott. Hey, thanks for having me. So, Scott, the band's been around now for about 10 years. So when you first started the band, what were some of like the goals you made for yourself that you wanted to achieve in Cloak? Yeah, so I think um, I think in the beginning we wanted to be anything but just another local band. So uh, we wanted to get out there and tour as much as we can and actually release you know, consecutive records and, and put work into that, not just... A lot of Atlanta bands, unfortunately, they're really good, but they um, take a while to do things. And I think uh, we were on a mission. So we didn't want to be a band and then take forever to put out the first record. And um, of course, we went through a couple changes in the beginning. Uh, As you said, we have been around for 10 years, but um, realistically, we've only been going strong since 2015. So the the 2013 was really kind of the the first... um, yeah, the first kind of incarnation of the band. And then we had to, you know, go through a couple things. And, and 2015 was when we really hit the ground running and, you know, got our first record out in 2017, then 19, and then, of course, this year. So, yeah, I think our goal was to just be extremely active. So, so who are some of your, like, musical influences and how does that influence kind of spill over into Cloak and your creative process? Yeah, so, I mean, we have... We have numerous inspirations, um, anything from The Misfits to Morbid Angel to uh, Entombed to Deep Purple, ACDC. Um, it all kind of spills in. I think the uh, the 70s band, as, as I mentioned, like Rainbow um, and uh, Deep Purple and bands like that are very rhythmic. So I think that has always carried over in our music. Um, Danzig, all of the Danzig bands who I mention a lot in interviews are very uh, inspiring for us. And I think the mood and the uh, the will that he had as an artist has been inspiring, much like um, like a Corthon from Bathory or someone of that nature. They uh, they always did it their way. They kept it dark, and they you know there wasn't really any compromise. So I think that true artistry is really um, a turn on for us as, as artists. And um, that carries over more so than just bands music. I think at this point, you know, we've been a band for as long as we just mentioned and we were on our third record. So a lot of the inspiration comes uh, from inwards rather than, than outwards at this point. So um, it's more just looking at the artist's approach to things. And, and that is really inspiring for us. Um, of course, there's inspirations from, black metal bands uh second wave of black metal um but also heavy metal bands like iron maiden juice priest uh traitor's gate uh satan and bands like that um so i think we always have those more melodic lead parts that i think sets us aside from bands of our genre so you have a couple of full-length albums under your belt and you're about to release your third full-length off-season Mist records called Black Flame Eternal. So tell us about the importance of the third album and what emotions and kind of thought process went into writing this. Yeah, so the third album is, to me, an important number in many bands' catalogs. Um, Master of Puppets, Rain and Blood, uh, 
you name it, uh, Number of the Beast. You know, there's there's lots of records that are monumental for bands that are the the third album. So going in with that approach, um, we knew that we wanted to have this be really important. I see Black Flame Eternal as a total shift and a total new era for Cloak, um, hands down. I think it's the best record. I think everyone I've shown it to has said that. Um, so I think we wanted to go into it with the approach of this is, this has to be a defining moment in Cloak's history. So, um, and I think it is. And if you compare it to the first two, uh, it's it's it stands on its own. Um, whereas the first two could maybe mesh together a little bit. I think this one stands on its own for sure. So I think the attitude we, we wanted to go in with was it, it's got to be a monumental uh, part in our in our uh, history as a band. And what is like the underlying philosophy behind Black Flame Eternal? The Black Flame represents the spiritual flame. So there's lots of um, there's lots of themes of fire on the record, and uh, fire is representative of, of a life life lived free. It can be looked at as that it's it's wild, it's untamed, it's unpredictable. It spreads and it burns, and then it doesn't. It stops one day, but. The black flame in a lot of left-hand philosophy represents the spiritual flame inside. So that flame, if strong enough, can uh, essentially burn for eternity and the spirit lives on forever. And that's that's where um, that's a little bit of where the title comes from. And now, did you guys do anything differently when approaching this album musically? Um, no, not really. I think we worked on... The demo process was a bit more intense. Like we worked on the demos a lot. Uh, of course, we started writing it during 2020, so we had some of that downtime. But um, it's not a COVID record. It's something that we were going to be working on either way. We just happen to have a little more time. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think the demo process was a little more intense. I had a lot more time to uh, meticulously um, tune those up and uh, really kind of get it to the best of our ability and um yeah we've been we've been practicing all these new songs uh we just had a rehearsal last night and it's it's going really well so it's cool to get back to it and start um kind of relearning some parts because you sort of record it and then you move on and you got to represent the the old record for a little bit longer and do some tours on that and then now we're kind of focusing on on relearning these parts so it's going well so how would you explain this album musically then to people uh, well, I think Cloak's always been a hard band to explain. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm letting you do it instead of me. Yeah, it's, I, I don't really, I don't really think I care much to explain the, the genre. I think it's. I always said it has, you know, it has the backbone of rock and roll, but the spiritual nature of black metal, and I, I stand by that. But I think this is more leaning towards a more metal record than mm -hmm. maybe the rock-based record that we had in the past. Um, which those are, of course, metal too, but this is much more metallic in a way. It has more double bass, mm -hmm. more ch chunky, you know, rhythmic sections, more blasts, uh, you know, same amount of leads, but maybe more solo bass leads. Um, yeah, I would say I would just tell people it's a more it's a more metallic version of the past Cloak records. It's heavier and it's uh, it's definitely more intense and faster. And with this new album coming out, you guys got some touring lined up this year? Um, we're working on it. It's uh, it's always hard. Uh, but yeah, we, we have some stuff planned. So hopefully it will be announced, you know, by the, by the summertime. And if people want to learn more about the band, find links for merch, find out when you're touring and all that kind of stuff, what are like the best sites for them to go to? 
Yeah, so we have a band camp. Uh, it's official band camp with all of the merch on there in the merch store. Um, some of it is linked through Season of Mist, the label, and then some of it is linked directly to us. So a lot of the patches um, and shirts, some of the shirts that you'll see, they'll come directly from us. Uh, we actually print our own T-shirts for our tour and for our for our own use. Yeah, and then um, yeah, any of the pins and patches. Uh, Things like that will come from me. I'll ship them out, and then um, everything else right now is a pre-order for the for the new album. So that'll of course come from the label. Um, you can also go directly to the Season of Mist web shop. Um, all those links are in in our socials under that link tree link. Uh, so there's a European shop and there's a, a US shop. And I want to say the label shop is a couple bucks cheaper. So if you want to save a little bit, you can do that because it doesn't have um, the Bandcamp fees. Mm-hmm. Well, there you guys go. Cloak has a new album out on Season of Mist Records called Black Flame Eternal. You can check out their sites for more information on the band, tours, merch, etc. And Scott, thank you for coming on the show today to tell us about the new album, and we wish you all the best. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to get this one out. It's been a long time coming, so I appreciate all the support.